from the Comedy Zone in Charlotte, North Carolina. This is the Comedy Zone Podcast. Find us on Twitter at the CZ Podcast and email us at ComedyZonePodcast at gmail.com. Now, your hosts, Will Jacobs and Sammy Joe Francis. I'm back. <laughs> Try keeping you away. We can't do it. Can't keep me away from this place, brother. You can't keep a good man down. That's right. I'm back. Uh, we waiting on Sammy. She bullshitting. <laughs> Sammy probably sleep. We going to see what probably, happens. Yeah. But I got a lot to catch folk up on anyway. It's been a couple weeks now. You were here the week before. Yeah. Uh, and then last week you were in Chattanooga, Tennessee. Chattanooga, Tennessee. And our first thing I want to say is y'all have been doing a fantastic job. Because, you know, I'm, I'm driving to these places. Yeah. So I have these hours. So I'm listening to all the podcasts. And uh, great work, man. Yeah, we're you know we're holding down the fort. It's still it's better when you're here, but we hold it down. Yeah, it's yeah. Uh, well. I've said this before. Sometimes it's a little too good, where I, <laughs> the job security is, and it 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 flashes through my mind a little bit. These you know no, I could get fired conceivably. You're not going to get fired. Yeah, but I've you've all I've only met you've I've had you make me one promise that if you fire me, you got to do it on air. No, I'm going to do a stray hand. <laughs> oh, <laughs> we're just. <kidding. laughs> Oh God, <laughs> that that situation is a mess. You can tell Kelly Ripper is not happy about she's, that. She's upset. Who do you think she's madder at, the network or Strahan? I think she's mad at uh, ABC and Disney. Yeah. Why so? Yeah, I think, I think she, I think she may see the writing on the wall. I know that ABC wants to expand Good Morning America that extra hour, and that would obviously. Oh, that they're getting rid of that show. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I think that show, you know, particularly, it still it still performs well, but I think since Regis left, it's not quite the same. Hold on, but don't that show come on? What show, what channels does that does live come on? Well, it, it, it's it's produced by ABC. In most markets, it runs on the ABC affiliates. There are a few markets where it runs on. It's a syndicated program, basically. So oh, okay. there are a few markets where it runs. Um, on um, an affiliate that's not ABC, but still, if if you know enough markets run it, almost all the markets run it on ABC, and so if ABC were to expand Good Morning America, that would wipe out most of. I got you. Of the, I, I thought she, I on. thought, I thought she was just pissed because Michael was leaving. No, but she's I think pissed because she thinks they're trying to squeeze out that show. Yeah, and I think it's the way she found out too, where she was just kind of told at the last minute. That oh, he hey, by leaving. the way, Michael's leaving, and we're gonna have to find a new host. And and Good Morning America might expand at nine o'clock. Hey, go have a good show. Oh, okay, you know, yeah. okay, I got you. Yeah. Well, you know, we'll see what happens. I mean, TV like moves like that. Oh so. yeah, yeah, and. Uh, you know, there's a chance. I mean, the show has enough of a following where they could just, just you know, produce it on a syndicated basis, mm-hmm. and you know, it would it would probably still survive, but it will never have the juice that it has when it's you know associated with ABC. Yeah, well, you know, good luck to all parties involved. So I was in Chattanooga, anyway, yeah, Chattanooga. <laughs> right? So I so Chattanooga, Tennessee. First of all, it was a you know it was a new club. I started uh, doing some work with the, the comedy catch out there. And uh, it was cool. Yeah. It, it was cool, man. I had I had a good time. Um, I had a couple. The crowds were great. Let's start with that. The crowds were fantastic. The venues nice. Uh, set up really well. Uh, so I had a ball in that respect. Had a couple interesting experiences. First of all, and you know I always have something that somebody does that's not necessarily racially motivated, but yeah, I'm always in that space where I'm like, was this racist? It's always something. Yeah. Was it not? Yeah. I'm always <laughs> dealing with something like that probably once a week. Yeah. We established the week before racist. Yes. So, so now, we, you know what? Maybe we should start doing like a Twitter poll. Is was racist, this racist? Is it not? Yeah. We're going to have to, we'll put a game show like, is this racist? It, well, yeah, right. <laughs> so, so, okay. So this time, right. I'm pulling into the venue, right? And I'm in, I'm in kind of a rush because I'm getting there like 10 minutes ahead of showtime. Like traffic was bad, so I had to hurry up and get in there. Mind you, I also didn't even have my clothes on that I am was going to wear on stage. I had to go straight to the venue off the highway, so I got on shorts and a T-shirt. After like a nine-hour drive or whatever. Right, so I got to race in there and get my mind right and yeah. set my little camera up to tape and everything else. Anyway, I pull in, 
And I'm trying to find a spot to park that's free because they have parking lots, paid lots, but I wanted to park for free on the street. So I'm looking for a street uh, place to park, and this white woman is walking to her car. So I look out the window, and I'm like, hey, are you headed to your car? And she's like, yeah, you, you need the spot. And I was like, yeah, yeah, thank you. And she was like, cool. She was like, are you valeting? And I said, and I'm thinking, why would I valet she if I'm driving my car? Well, that's what I didn't know. Yeah. But I'm in such a rush to get into the club that my mind only really focuses on one thing like that. So when I'm talking, mm-hmm. I'm not really listening to what she's saying. So I was like, I was like, no, no, I'm not valeting. I was like, I'm driving. I, what? No. I said, I... I'm performing at the comedy catch. And she was like, oh, okay. She was like, well, listen, have a great show. Ah, I wish I could see it. All right. And then she pulls off and I pull in. 20 seconds later, like Bruce Willis at the end of Sixth Sense, all these events flash through my mind. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> she thought I was a valet. Yeah, she thought you were the valet. Yeah. Right. So what do I do with that? I, I, there's nothing. You handled it in the moment. No, I know I handled perfectly it. Well. But, but what do you do with it after? The million yeah. dollar question. Yeah, is, was that racist? Yeah, it, what kind of car was she driving? Do you know some kind of uh, one of those uh, SUV kind of like not not a Lexus RX, but that kind of thing. Like too much car for the woman, you know what I mean? Yeah, like too much. Yeah, too it, much car it, for the woman. Racist. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, and I'm thinking, I I wasn't even driving the Lexus because usually I have yeah, my yeah, car. Yeah, I had I had the Honda. So yeah, you've like, been driving the, the the Lexus. She would have slipped you five. Oh my you god! <laughs> You're doing a great job, <laughs> yo. I'm like, now you think brothers can't drive Hondas? Uh, like, is a Honda too much car <laughs> for you to be like? He can't own that. He's got it. Come on, that's a Prius. You yeah, know, like. Yeah. But that's what she said, and like I said, I didn't think about it till I was walking in. So I just looked, and I thought to myself, I was like, uh, people are just so limited, man. Like, what do you do with that? Yeah. I mean, you just. But you just had on. I mean, like, obviously, you know, she oh, couldn't see what you were wearing, but rock. you were just wearing a T-shirt. I had on a I had on a fly hat. I had on a nice silk shirt. Oh, like that hat? Like that. Yeah. The brim oh, one. yeah. She thought you were. She yeah. thought I was. And I'm like, I'm the I'm the most well-dressed valet <laughs> yeah. in the history of valets. Well, that's how you get tips. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently in her mind. So anyway, that's how that. That's well, how again, we I'm did. sorry. I think this game always ends with me apologizing. <laughs> <laughs> we we play the is this racist game. We determine yes, it's racist, and then I say I'm sorry. But like, but we people. we've gotten to a point with it where it's just at this point it's funny. Yeah. Like I don't even yeah. know, I don't even know what to do. I just I'm like okay. Yeah. You know? Is that is there is there. Is there a harmless form of it? You know what I mean? Is there kind of like a, the, I mean, obviously there's the overt, you yeah. know, cross burning, hood wearing yeah. racism. And then there's just the kind of like <clears throat> the, okay, I, I yeah. I, I think, yeah, I think that's more, I don't even, I don't necessarily, I even think racist is a strong, a strong word for yeah. that. That's just more stereotyping. Yeah, kind of profiling. Almost. Ignorance. Yeah, yeah. Being limited. Yeah. Yeah. The, just, I, I call it like, just, I just call it being limited. Like yeah. you, your mind can't conceive of a black dude dressing, or maybe she's seen a lot of valets that fit that profile to her. Yeah, I don't know, but I, but I've noticed that, and that that is part of you know when they talk because usually when people say white supremacy, people go oh, and they think of the Klan and right, all this. Right, it's like no, it's just it's a group of people, you know, and there have been those parts of history, but it's just a group of folks that society is set up for. And they see it through that prism. It's a very right. Eurocentric prism. Yeah. So when you have that kind of prism, it's like in the same way that she's seen a lot of black valets, right? Maybe she's seen a lot of valets that are black. Mm-hmm. Maybe she has. I don't know. Or one or two. Yeah. And she takes that and imputes it onto me yeah. and says, well, he must be a valet. Yeah. But see, I don't see Jared from Subway and look at you and say he's probably a child molester. Yeah. That's how that stuff works. Yeah. Where I, yeah. I, you have one group that will take it and cascade that over the whole group and that doesn't happen to the other group right and that and so that's yeah that's that's a good point how this stuff manifests itself so i kind of understand that and i and i you know so i just you know i just look at him like well that you know that's a shame for her that she she may live and die being that limited yeah and and because that limitation manifests itself in other ways there's certain experiences you won't have culturally because you're too busy living in your box yeah so you i just feel bad for people like that and and move on Yeah. yeah so that so that was that one then, but here was the, the weird one. Okay, here's the weird one. Is this like the speed round? Is it? Yeah. So, <laughs> so we're getting the double bonus. Okay, right. This is getting a bonus. <laughs> so after the show, I always take pictures with 
you know, some of the crowd and stuff like that. A lot of times people want to take pictures. Oh, you were great. Can I take a picture? And I always say, yeah, but make sure you send it to me because I want to post it too. Yeah. So I'm standing right. there with and, this woman. And you had that incident a week ago, the week before. Right. Where someone said, oh, you get pictures with the black guy. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Right. So, right. So this woman comes up, white woman, but that's not really relevant to the story. But she comes up and we're standing there together taking a picture. It looks like her husband, the guy must be her husband, is taking the picture. And she has her hand on my back. And then all of a sudden I feel her hand sliding down. And yeah. the next thing I know, she's got a handful of my ass. Wow. Like grabs my ass like I'm Magic Mike. Right? So I kind of inch away like, whoa, you know, what? what's going on? I look over at the husband. And this dude is like smiling and nodding like this is deliverance or some shit. Mm. Like, like crazy swinger. Yeah. Bring out the gimp. Look on his face. Yeah. So I said, yo, these two people are swingers. Yeah. Yeah. Or at the very least, there's some sort He's of. He's a cuckold. You ever heard of that? <laughs> yes. I see those on the porn searches where a guy, apparently it's a guy that likes to watch his girl have sex yeah, with yeah. people. Yeah. Yeah. But whatever it was, when I backed up and looked down at her hand, he was looking like, yeah. Yeah, baby. Yeah, yeah. baby. Wow. Yeah. That, okay. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, that prince look. <laughs> so when you were having sex with her, did he make a lot of no, noise? Or did, did you know he was in the room? Man, please. <laughs> I was looking. I'm like, these two. So I, I, I made the joke on stage because that was one of the first nights. I made the joke on stage the next day. I said, so me and my wife got a new safe word. Soon as stuff get out of hand. Oh, Chattanooga, Chattanooga, Chattanooga. Take a break, girl. Chattanooga. I like it. Yeah. So, but that was the weekend. But, like but I would I say, say that would be not racism. Then. That would be yeah. That would that yeah. would be um. That's a whole different objectification. Yeah, is that's what that a whole different. Yeah. Yeah. Which, uh, that's fine. And she was, you know, she was drunk and everything. But I, yeah, the, I was going to ask if if alcohol yeah. was a. Factor. But the part that gets to me is if you reverse it, we take a picture and I grab her ass. Oh, oh the, the lawsuit. The club, yeah, manager, the club gets sued. The, the, yeah. I'm in trouble. And it's yeah. like, but she feels free to do that. You know what I mean? So it was weird in that way. But I told, and she was like, she grabs my ass and then she goes, oh, tell your wife she's a lucky woman. <laughs> I said, listen, if I tell my wife you did this, you might die. <laughs> like, <laughs> I can't tell my wife. My wife don't yeah, handle that kind of shit well. Yeah. I'm not telling her. But I did tell my wife, and I laughed about it. I said, boy, I almost ended up in a swinger uh, situation. Almost, really? Yeah. Um, hell no. So you something at some point <clears throat> flashed through your head, and you went, hey, I could. No, I'm not going to. Man, please. <laughs> not even for a half a second. <laughs> Cheating's too expensive, man. I'm married. <laughs> it was free when I was single. True. That's true. <laughs> now, now the stakes are higher. Yeah. I can't, you know. And I love my wife, of course. Of course. Yeah. Secondarily, it's expensive to cheat and get, you know. Yeah. What was it? Uh, Chris Rock said, "You're only as what? Uh, faithful you're only as, your as faithful as your options." Yeah. That's yeah. yeah, yeah. And I've, I've, you know, hey man, I've, I've been fortunate to have many options over the years. <laughs> I didn't know, I, <laughs> I didn't always handle it well, but I'm, I'm at a place where I do better now. Because yeah. I actually, there was a third situation where a woman uh, walked up and wanted to buy me a drink after I performed. Okay. And normally, people will do that if they think I'm really funny. Yeah. So she meets me up. I'm in the balcony, just kind of watching the headliner, and she comes up and. You know, she's like, yeah, I wanted to buy you a drink. You were so funny, blah, 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 blah. All of a sudden, she goes, are you single? And I'm like, yo, I spent half of my act up there talking about being married. Yeah, yeah, and you do wear a ring as I well. do wear so a ring, not, too. Yeah. So I was like, no, I'm, I'm married. And she was like, oh, that's a, that's a shame, and your wife's a lucky woman, that line. And then she keeps talking, and five minutes later, I give her my card, and I'm like, look, next time I'm in town, bring your friends out. Let's make it a party. Bring everybody Ooh. out if you enjoyed my show. Yeah. And she's like, yeah, that's cool. Uh, can I text you at that number, too? And I was like, she mm. still doesn't get it. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe she was like, I know you're married, but what's up, though? Yeah, maybe she, yeah. Yeah. She just likes a funny guy. <laughs> and look, yeah. and back when I was just dating, I'd have been like, well, shit, if you don't care, <laughs> I don't care, <laughs> baby. Yeah. <laughs> but now I'm like, you know, I'm at a different stage in my life where it's yeah. like, nah. Like, I think you and Sammy Joe live in a world that I can't even wrap my head around. How so? Because nothing like that has ever happened. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got to think of the, the situations we're both in, too. Like, we're in establishments where people drink a lot. True. And we're in front of people. True. Like, I'm on stage. She's at the bar. The light's yeah. on her. The light's on me. She's dressed in a way to, you know, she yeah, she's dressed up. Yeah. 
yeah. and I'm dressed up on stage. So there's, you know, there's something to be said for that. Yeah, I'm usually sitting in a dark room in front of a computer. <laughs> that That's is usually where I am. Yeah. That is, yes, that is <laughs> not the way that these things happen. <laughs> yeah, we do work in different environments. We that do is, work that in is different fair. environments. Right. That is fair. So yeah, so that but that was Chattanooga, man. I had a had a ball in Chattanooga. Now, uh, next week is or this weekend actually is uh, Milwaukee, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, Milwaukee, and I had a great time last time. I yeah. went to Brewer Stadium. Awesome. Took a picture with the Hank Aaron statue. Did you get a brat? I did. Gotta a, get a brat. Ooh, yeah. a big old brat yeah. too. Yeah, with like all the fixings on it, bowl of baked beans with it. Oh yeah. Yeah, they <laughs> they know their brats. They know, yeah. In Milwaukee. It's the yeah. truth up there. Yeah, the beer brats and all that yeah. stuff. I may or may not do it this time. I I've been eating a lot different, so things like that mess my stomach up. Oh yeah, I was gonna say one brat won't hurt you. you yeah, I mean? and plus with this trip, I'm flying into Chicago. Okay, and then driving to Milwaukee. Yeah, Which, it's not the, far. The yeah. ticket price was like two hundred some dollars difference. Yeah. So I'm flying, and in. they don't know the club does. Does the club cover that, or do you cover that? The flight, yeah, I cover that. You cover that, okay. yeah, I cover that, and then uh, which is why, you know, for comedians that listen, you want to really develop merch and move merch. Mm-hmm. You know, have your merchandise because you know you can make a couple hundred dollars and set off the price yeah. of that flight. Yeah. You know, for me, I don't really have merchandise. I just give out my cards. Right. So I'm not. So in some trips, I'm almost taking a loss. Depending on how much the flight is, we gotta. I know we've talked about this before, but we gotta record a set or two of yours, yeah. and uh, get you an album. I know. That's what yeah, we gotta I, do. I, I gotta. I gotta, gotta get you a CD. Yeah. yeah, I gotta move some. I gotta move some product, man. Yeah, let's do that. We'll we'll talk offline about that. But we gotta. Yeah, let's yeah. do that. Now you'll have to trash all that material when you're done with that. But. Fuck that. I'm going to keep telling that shit. <laughs> now, everything I just said, you can get on this CD. Hey, man, it's like Purple Rain. I just keep doing it. <laughs> what are you talking about? Change the material. What do you think I'm Louis? Man, please. <laughs> no. No, but uh, y'all, and I heard y'all talking about Prince, man. That, that uh, hit everybody. Yeah, it really did. That was, uh, I wasn't, uh, I wouldn't call myself a huge Prince fan. But I was definitely a Prince fan. I just mm-hmm. didn't know all his albums like people be knowing. Like, oh, Sign of the Times. Yeah, the stuff in the last five years, I'm not, I'm not familiar with at all, really. Yeah, so, but I love reading about music. Rolling Stone, Billboard, yeah. some of the other sites, OK Player for Music, and all, all sorts of different sites. And um, I was reading about Prince and just some of the stories that people told, man. They said they, they talked to Eric Clapton one, to Eric Clapton one time yeah. and asked him about being a guitarist. What's it like to be the greatest guitar player in the world? Yeah. And, and he said... I don't know. Ask Prince. Right. Yeah. Right. So, you know, stuff like that. Uh, so many, just so many stories about the kind of genius this guy was yeah. working with. Um, and and so what it inspired me to go and listen to all his albums from front to last. Yeah. But yeah. you can't find them. Nope. Everywhere. Nope. Like, not so on I, iTunes. So I went no, and got yeah. Tidal. Okay. Jay-Z's uh, service. I yeah. got Tidal because most of his albums are on there. And I got a 30-day subscription. Okay. So at the end of 30 days, I'm going to have a choice to make here. Yeah. But yeah. right now, I'm moving through the Prince albums. Okay. And I was comparing it because I have Spotify, too. And I was yeah. listening to the sound quality. I was telling my buddy, I'm like, I think the sound quality is better on Tidal. Yeah, I would imagine that you know a guy like Jay-Z running the place, he's going to pay attention. I mean, like really pay attention and really be picky about, about that kind of thing, where Spotify and Pandora and all yeah. that stuff, they're just about the money and the subscribers. Right. And they probably pay much less attention to the quality. That's a good point. Because I told him, I didn't even think of that point, but I told him, I said, maybe the sound quality is better to me because Tidal told me it was. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm susceptible to those sorts of things <laughs> in all span- genres, in all areas of my life. If you tell me over and over again something, yeah. I eventually will embrace it as the truth. Marketing. Yeah. yeah. I told him, I said, that's how I got married. Because my wife told me, like, she was the shit. She was dope. She was the best thing that ever happened to me. And she said it to the point where I'm like, yeah, you know, is she? Who knows? Who knows? We'll find out. Uh, yeah. Well, who knows? <laughs> we got another 80 years to determine yeah. that. All I know is she told me she was great. She was adamant about this. She never wavered from it. So we got married. <laughs> yeah, there, there you go. It's like one of them cheeseburgers at McDonald's. The slower you spin it. That's right. That's right. It's like this is farm-raised beef and cheese and all this. Who knows if it is? I, I, look, I just believe it if you say it enough. You fell for the marketing. I fell for just like the NFL yeah. draft tonight. They're telling me this kid Carson Wentz is good. He played at some school. He played at fucking Phoenix Online. I don't know. But they tell me he's good. So, okay, he's good. 
until he proves he's bad. Yeah, he's going to be your quarterback. He's going to be my quarterback. So yeah. now I have title, a new quarterback, and a wife, all because they told me they were dope. <laughs> I just believe what I'm told. I'm sorry. I have to admit that. That's a good bit right there. Is it? You just you just wrote a, a solid bit. Yeah. <laughs> I just believe what I'm that's told. Good shit, man. That's that's the one thing that would differentiate my wife from any other woman I've dated. My wife has never wavered from listen, dude. <laughs> I'm the best thing that's happened to you. Okay? <laughs> it doesn't get any better than this. There's a steep drop off. It's like the NFL draft. After the first pick, there's a cliff. Yeah. Now you can go get another woman, but your life will be miserable. Yeah. And I'm like, you know what? Shit. I think she's right. She looks she looks like she believes it. Yeah. So I believe it too. And the billboard she put up around town <laughs> helped out a lot. So yeah, that's the spot I'm at in my life. <laughs> <laughs> Let's um, before we take a break. I do want to say I know he's probably not listening, but but uh, Pat Oswalt, jeez, oh I, man, I can't wife, even begin man, to imagine brother. what yeah. um, uh, Pat Oswalt and and his family must be going through Thought, thoughts and prayers yeah. out to out to Patton and his uh, family. Man, that's that's tough. He's a he's a great comic, and I've only heard pretty cool stories about him. Yeah. Um, and losing your wife like that. And I know both of us being married, you have a fuller appreciation of, of the yeah, gravity. Yeah, absolutely cannot like even begin to imagine um, what he's going through. And, you know, on a day, I mean, his you know his Netflix special came out like literally that day. That should yeah. have been a great day for that family. And, yeah. and, and um, just, you know, an un, un, unimaginable tragedy. So, so right. you know, I've been thinking about, about Pat and not, uh, Oswald a lot for the past six or seven days. Right. So the, the Comedy Zone podcast is, is thinking about him, pulling for him, and, you know, yeah. hoping they all find strength in each other yeah. and can get through this thing. Mm-hmm. He's not listening, but it's yeah. nice to say. Well, yeah, put it into the universe. You know <laughs> what I mean? Right. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, we'll be back. Sammy Joe. Yes. It is that time of the show where we get to where talk I wake about up? Yes. <laughs> where you show up, first of all. Uh, I it, did it's, that. I'm, I'm halfway the, there, guys. It's the uh it's that time of the show where we get to talk about the the great comics coming to the comedy zone here in Charlotte, North Carolina. You know, I love this part. It's it's almost my favorite part of the show. I was just talking about this the other day. I'm like, who is coming up? So inform me. Uh this weekend, if you're listening to us April 29th or 30th, uh Jamie Lissau is here. He's from Rob Reiner's show. Uh, Greg Barron here next week and Dave Attell May 12th through the 14th Jesse May Peluso Craig Robinson Fortune Feimster Bruce Bruce uh, Pete Davidson You're like from an Saturday auctioneer. Night Live I know right it, it's all kinds of uh, great shows coming up also uh, Funny on the Fly Sunday Night May I 1st I love those uh, that's coming up so uh, big show uh, Sunday Night Funny on the Fly and, and I'll be there and that's really what you want for all the shows coming up at the Comedy Zone, cltcomedyzone.com is the website. Call the box office at 980-321-4702. Follow the Comedy Zone at Comedy Zone CLT and on Facebook at Comedy Zone CLT as well. And get your tickets early. When you said Joe Jackson, I really thought you meant like... Michael's dad? Yeah. No, no. <laughs> Don't mind me. <laughs> All right, I finally showed up for the podcast. I woke up Yay. for today. And I'm hanging out with... What's up, guys? Good morning. I was asking for for you to say your name. My name is Jamie Lisso, comedian here at the uh, Comedy Zone this, this weekend. This is this weekend's guest. Yeah. Yes. Did you have a show last night? I did. We had a Thursday night show. It was a great show. Not a lot of Thursday night shows are good sometimes. Oh, really? You okay. never know. Sometimes good. the Thursday show can be... A little weird, can be a little uh, like your practice night. Right. Just, the crowd was good. It was it was very busy, and they were laughing at the you end of the joke. Didn't have to jokes. kill anybody. No. That's good. That's what you want. Like at the end of the joke, when they laugh, you're like, "All right, sweet, it's working. <laughs> it's working again." Drink up, drink up, keep drinking. It's the best. Yeah, definitely. Okay, so I was telling you that I may or may not have Googled you, and um, I saw your first TV appearance. Yep. With Jay Leno. That's right. On the Jay Leno show. I was a young man. How many years ago was that? That was in 2001. So let me just get out my calculator. <laughs> calculator. Math? Yes. I, don't know. I looked it up. It says it was a really long time ago. Yeah. 15 years ago, man. That freaks That's me crazy. out a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. When you Google me, what was your first impression of like Googling me? Did I'd hit anything it. word come up? Or you just I'd hit <laughs> it. That was. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So you got a chance. Nice. It's exciting. That's yeah. good. That's a compliment. Yeah. Thank you. 
Um, no. Um, Me from 15 years ago, though. <laughs> no, 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 no. That guy I wouldn't. I wouldn't. But Thank you, you, right? Thank yes, you. you today, absolutely. I hate that guy from 15 years right. ago. Well, I don't hate him, but you know he doesn't stand a chance. <laughs> you know, just let him know. Anyway, so what's been going on in the past 15 years? Because that was that a, a point that skyrocketed you? Because it's TV. I mean, that's huge. It did. I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest with you guys, not to brag, but it did skyrocket. And like any good skyrocket, then it came crashing to the ground oh, yeah. really quick. I in total honesty, it really does. Like I hit. I got a lot of stuff really early, and I don't even know if I was ready for it. I don't even know what the hell I was doing. I started, I had like 15 minutes of material, maybe a half hour, half hour, and I just immediately started headlining. Like I did Tonight Show, started headlining. To headline, you have to have 45 minutes to an hour, which I don't know if you just heard me, but I said I only had a half hour, I was, but I had <laughs> yeah. to do. Did you yeah. talk really slow? So I, yeah, I would. what I would do is at a half hour, I'd repeat. I'd be like, oh, by the way, remember I told you, and I'd repeat the same 30 minutes over again. Nope. That's good. Uh, I'm sure they didn't notice. But I was stretching. It was it was just hard. And then like to be thrown into that spot. Yeah. I, I did it and it went okay. But then like there was a period of us. Blo- then I was drinking a lot back then. Fun. Really fun. Doing right. the road. Partying. And it was, it was that. And then so there, there was like a little bit of a lull where I disappeared on the road. Okay. Just sort of disappeared. And then I met a woman. A girl. You did. And then we got married, and well, I sort of... Well, there goes my chance. I became an adult. No, this ring comes right off. And it's uh, <laughs> it's camouflage, so if we were to have sex in the woods... I wouldn't even see it. It would be like I was single. And so um, <laughs> then things got things kind of like got my life together, and I ended up started writing, and that you know became, became a father. And then oddly enough, all those things that comedians will have you believe will ruin your career... Actually made me so, so much of a better dude and like a better, you know, like I moved to Alaska, I have a family and now, you on, know. On purpose? Completely on purpose. <laughs> okay, I was just checking. And uh, it wasn't like we went to, you know, land in LA and they're like, we can't see because of the smog and then we're just right. going to go to Alaska. Yeah. Right. But yeah, on purpose, I guess my wife is from there. And oh, so okay. now, yeah, I just kind of do my own thing. I mean, I don't, I don't do auditions. I make my own stuff. Like me and Rob Schneider make our own shows. I saw that. Right. We don't do the, like I don't really do the LA thing where you go out and try to get stuff. We make stuff. We give ourselves parts. Yeah. And so that's yes. always the best. It's the best, dude. Right? If you don't like your part, just make a new one. It's the greatest. And then you're like, who? Sh- who can I get this role? Yes. You know why? Because I'm also the casting director. That's uh, <laughs> it's a monopoly. And the character's name is already Jamie. So how how did you um, get in contact with Rob? How did that come to be? We I opened I opened for him. I was a radio okay. guy for a little while. Did some morning. So radio. this is at home for you. This is nice. Yeah. This is not, I'm gonna be honest with you guys. I don't know if I don't know if the people know listening, but for a podcast, this is pretty legit. Yeah, thanks. It's like a it's like a studio. Right. We had it out of our car for a while, but we thought we might have our. <laughs> That's game. more like yeah. it. We're That's more it, yeah. what I expected. Yeah. We lifted the hatch. Right. I mean, it worked out well. Yeah. It this is always thing. weird when you do a car one. You're like, can't you? Know, it's honking. Right. <laughs> the alarm's going off. You, you get pulled over. The podcast ends early. Yeah. Awkward. Yeah. yeah. But you yeah, so do things to get out of the ticket. But I just. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> yeah, so I was open for Rob and he liked me and I started writing for him and then I eventually quit radio to work with Rob and now I li- I think it's very important when you're a comedian to do like a million different things. Yeah. You have to be a writer, an actor, and a comedian. You can't I don't think you can really just do one unless you're really good. Right. I like to think I'm at least mediocre in all these different things. Right. So I don't have to be the best stand up because I'll just write that week. Right. You know, like if you just do so many oh, different things. Oh, I don't things, have work this week. I'll just write. It makes you less desperate too. Yeah. You know, you don't I can't fill every week with stand up because I have to do the acting. Right. And so it makes you know, makes you It's a nice excuse where you don't even Pardon me a second, I'm getting a photo taken. Yes. Getting my picture taken. Right. Smile pretty. Anywho, so working with um Rob doing that T V, you know, you're talking about you're the casting director, you make the parts, things like that. Yes. That's T V based. Do you do you prefer T V over stand up? It's hot. I, I ask this all the time because I, I find it really interesting. I'll tell you what, stand-up gets a lot better when you're on TV. Does it now? Because stand-up's okay when it's really good. Like, stand-up's amazing when, when the, everything's in place that should be in place, which right. would be people listening. Stand-up's hard enough. Right. So you really need people listening, good sound, good lights, good mm-hmm. club. But if you don't have a TV show and you don't have, like, a few people coming out to see you, you don't get to perform at those clubs. Where there's the good lights and sound and right. audience. So you're doing comedy in a place that's not perfect for comedy. It's very, very hard. Out of your car. It's in your car. <laughs> and it's like at some point you're like, there's no one here. Right. But me. That's right. But yeah, so if you, you got to do it all. But acting is awesome because say one of us says like a funny joke here on the podcast. Okay. Similar to on stage. Someone's going to hear it, whatever. But on TV, 
it's there forever. Like, so I was did radio this morning on one of the shows, and the guy goes, hey, I love that thing you said in this one scene with Rob. And it was an ad lib that I said. It's just there forever. But it was, yeah. Forever. He yeah. saw it on Netflix last night. I said it two years ago. That's the beauty of it. Like, you don't... You, you, You're you, immortal, in a way. Yeah. I feel like it's... You feel powerful now? I do. And just that that joke is there, like, almost like having proof that you said it. Like, right. sometimes... I remember like I was in Omaha once and I had like a really funny set where I was like talking to the crowd and it was so, it was like my, one of my greatest moments. And I remember at the hotel afterwards, I was thinking, why would I, why did I do that in Omaha? Like, damn it. I've wasted Like, why would I have done? Like, it just seemed like it was great, but right. it was gone. Just like that. I didn't even have a tape of it. Like it's gone forever. Yep. So acting, when you come up with something awesome, you're like, oh my God, dude, like my mom's going to see this and maybe some fan will see this. That's what right. the beauty of TV yeah. So who do you test your comedy on? You know, I get right out there. Like, say I have a new joke. Right. I get right out. I just do it right on stage. I don't oh. talk. Friends so, will So your wife it. is not. Sometimes. Very, very rarely because she's so busy. Okay. With the what children. She oh. She's busy. You have 18 kids. How many kids do you have? It might as well be 18. I have three, okay. but we have a lot of mirrors. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so it I know. Seems like 18. Yeah, it's tricky. She's so busy. Like, I try to talk you to her. You live in a fun house. I literally live in a fun house. Like in certain rooms, I'm like, I'm so overweight in this yeah. room. And look how short I am. Does this mirror make me look fat? Yeah, other rooms, I'm like, dude, yeah. I'm like really tall. But um, other rooms, all the balls roll to one side because right. it's slanted. It's very but she's, she's so busy. Like she's very funny. My wife is legitimately, she makes me laugh. And right. I think she, that's important for a comedian to be married to someone who can make you laugh. Yeah, and sometimes she's so like, dude, like, she'd be like, dude, like, Stopping so serious, like, because you get like stressed about. Right. She's like, just stop. Like, you're like a comedian. Like, this, this right. sucks <laughs> living here with you because you're so serious. Because you get like stressed, and the kids right. are. So sometimes right. you're like, oh, that's right. Just go in the other fun room. Yeah. Get out of here. It'd be pretty cool to live in a fun house. It would be. Wouldn't it be? I just need an a giant ball pit, not like that other one that I. Used <laughs> yeah, to, not, not the that other one. one. I feel like after a week, though, wouldn't you get over it? Kind of. You don't know that. Not if you were deprived fun houses your no, entire that's life. Probably true. I'll tell you one thing: if I ever open a restaurant that's sort of like Hooters but for men, it's going to be called the Ball Pit. The Ball Pit. And Wait, you're invited. I love it. Hooters but for men. Yeah, you know. You mean what? men would be? Oh the... yeah, did I say it wrong? Right. <laughs> I was like, wait, isn't I'm Hooters very for tired. men? <laughs> I've just said it wrong. Right. Not just wrong, but like. Is it going to be high waisted shorts that you see balls out of? Because yeah, I don't cleavage. Know if I'm... Right. Okay. <laughs> I... Ball cleavage. Great. No. Do you Sounds literally? Like here's, here's your you know, tater tots. I'm not complaining. But it's hard. Like we we do shows at night. We stay up very late. Right. Because sometimes people don't realize if someone is a comic, not only do you have to do shows, but you have to go back to your room and then watch Netflix. And it's demanding. And then yeah. you have to get up. And so I got up pretty what early. What do you today. watch on Netflix? Do you watch your own show? No, dude. I'm on not, loop. <laughs> do you know I can't watch? Like I can't. I've never seen. You don't watch your own stuff. No. Why? It just makes me sad and it feels awful. <laughs> I'll watch a scene here and there, but I, I, cry I just to like myself. It's like this guy sucks. Like yeah, I just can't get over. Watching yourself is a really weird thing. Yeah. If you've ever gotten one of those hotels with the mirrors over, it's right. um, <laughs> you're just constantly critical of your performance. Wow. See, I'm I'm in sports media, so I do watch myself. What do you What do you, what do, you do for? I'm sports a sports media? reporter. See, I could see that's pretty cool. So you yeah. will watch your stuff. Well, I and have critique to critique it. Yeah. Why do you have to? Because then do you, you don't edit learn. It? Yeah. I oh. like I'll, my, I'll I'll edit my own demo reel. Yes. But. Then you don't learn from yourself. That's true. I used to interrupt a lot. I don't do that much anymore. Or I it's would say, okay, all right. It's yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I was doing that on purpose. Uh, yeah, I got that. <laughs> you're good, though. You don't interrupt. That's the one radio, because I did radio for a little bit. One of the greatest things when you're promoting, especially if I'm promoting a comedy show, like the right. worst thing is when you go on a morning show. We were the, we were like the, that terrible. I wasn't, but someone on my show. <laughs> was right. The, it was I, never you. I was I love to hear from the comics like I want to yeah. listen like yeah. we would have these amazing Dane Cook like hung up on us one like great comic like Jim Norton wait hung up on you why because we offended him and talked over him and how do you offend Dane Cook oh it's a great question how do you offend Dane Cook you say oh you hey Dane great to have you on the program you know what I'm reading in front of me it's an article called the ten least funniest people of all yeah. time and you're number one <laughs> and we wanted to talk to you about hello that's what we yeah. did not we meaning I would never do. Yeah. I loved it I loved yeah. it it's yeah, yeah. great yeah. but we did that to him but I always, I would always go to my guy I would go dude you, we just had Opie and Jim Norton in here and you talked the whole time tomorrow we're gonna be here 
we can talk to the audience tomorrow. They're not going right. to be here tomorrow. Like, let's let them talk. It was a constant struggle. Yeah. Yeah. Because that people don't, not that they don't want to hear you, but when you've got a comic on and you're promoting that person, like, hey, Jamie's coming in today. I'm going to talk the entire time. Yeah, it's not so like tonight the at the Comedy Zone. It's going to be the DJ on stage and I start jokes and he interrupts me. Right. You know, like. Right. But that you'll... would be fun. It would be fun. <laughs> and just the fact that we're here five hours a day with the comics on for 10 minutes, let's let them. And then right. we'll talk again. Yeah. Right. It's not we, like you'll have a shortage of time to speak. Yeah. But you guys are, you're good at that. I wanted to compliment. It was a compliment. Well, thanks. I do appreciate that. Yeah. So I think Hooters is uh, for women. All right. Yeah. Totally. Hooters. What did I say? I said Hooters is Ho- for. You're going to do a Hooters, but for men. Uh, and I yeah, said, yeah. wait, what? Just tired. The whole like point. To hire men as the staff, I think, is what you So it's going to be called the ball pit. Let's get back to this money making endeavor. It's going to be called the ball pit. Cleavage. And guys will yes. wear orange, little orange shorts. Little orange shorts. It'll be the, great. You got to be shaved, fellas. Right. <laughs> we can't. You can't wear, right. wear a hairnet. <laughs> well, you could, I but I don't. How do you deliver food if you need a hairnet down there? Yeah, it's a bad idea. <laughs> yeah. Delivering food in a handstand? I don't. You would never go to that, right? Women don't even need I would. That. Would you? Yeah. Just because it's called the ball pit for no other reason. I don't like hooters or strip clubs. That's good. I but I think you're kind it. of required to say that because of that camouflage thing around your finger. Even before I was married, though, never a fan. The only time I ever went to a strip club was when I was dating a stripper. <laughs> and how did that go? I didn't meet were her at the Were you actually strip club. dating her? Or were you just a regular? Yeah, did you think you were dating? Right. Wait a second. <laughs> Wait. It's, I'm sorry, buddy. I didn't mean to. It's normal to have to you. pay someone to date them, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Yes, no, totally. Like perfectly. It's fine. Yeah. But I didn't know she was a stripper till like a little ways in. It was like a second time we were hanging I feel out. Like strippers have a distinctive look. You know how I found out she was a stripper? How did you? you girls, went? girls, girls came on and she started dancing for the yeah. man sitting next to me. <laughs> and she paid for everything with singles. Yeah, she couldn't uh, stop. That's good. Yeah, when it was time to pay for the meal, she grabbed a bunch of crumpled up singles from the floor. <laughs> right. And paid the guy. Right. One out of her ass Out of her underpants. Is there a worse moment in life than watching the stripper pick up the bills from the <laughs> holding her clothes? Is there a worse? <laughs> no. I think the, maybe if she's crying and talking about her dad while doing it. See, that I like. I start maybe. tipping more. Then it right. never ends. And make it rain even more. <laughs> that's good. She's so, making it rain with her tears. That's right. Well, that just got depressing. Thanks a lot. No. And we'll see you next week. So uh, Anchorage, you live there full time then. Yeah, I actually live in Fairbanks, which Fairbanks, is a smaller sorry, town than Anchorage. Is that possible? And so yeah. when you have gigs, you have to travel from Fairbanks to your gig. So you traveled from Fairbanks to here? I know or? what you're saying. It's a bad idea. And you're right. Moving there was a bad <laughs> I idea. Think you Thank thought you thought that perfect. through. Yeah. You yeah. just got your private jet though now, right? Because you do writing. Well, and I'm still and dr- riding the public ones. All right. Um, but I do, I do come right from like I go Sunday. I fly back to Fairbanks. Not too bad. You go direct. How to, long uh, of a flight is that? It's uh, it's like three and a half, and then three and a half. Usually. Getting here is a little difficult. Yeah. Okay. Going like East Coast, like going to LA is really easy. For the record, it's not Charlotte that's difficult. It's not. Mm, no. It's more where I'm coming. <laughs> We're actually from. fairly Maybe. centrally located. Here right. In yeah. Hmm. But if it's West Coast. Northwest, real easy to get to, but yeah, it was probably a bad idea. But but the um, it's like three and a half and three and a half hours, but it's just it's it's so worth it. But like for instance, this week I didn't come from Alaska; I came from L.A. We were okay. working on season yeah. two of the That's show, still a long and flight. it was bru- And I got yeah. a I got a layover. I couldn't get a direct flight because I booked it too late. Where was your layover? Chicago. Okay. Brutal. Yeah. Because I knew there were directs out there. I just knew I was wasting time. Chicago's a terrible airport. It's awful. Yep. Yeah. It's literally at the, like, how many people are we expecting today? Like a thousand? Let's put in nine, 900 seats. Right. <laughs> There's like not enough seats. Wouldn't you think that'd be yeah. the first thing? Like, how many people? Okay, let's get chairs for everyone. No, that would be silly. Mm-hmm. But then I've every seen... day they just laugh at all the people who have to right. sit on the floor. And, yeah. Which is crazy because even at the red eye, when I flew back from San Francisco, I had a red eye in Chicago, of course, was the layover. Yes. And the red eye, you would think it's very empty in there. No, there's still people sitting on the floor. It's ridiculous. Yeah, slightly. Ridiculous. I, you know, I heard, there were so many comedians. Huh? <laughs> if you ever want to meet, this is like a great inside tip. If you ever want to meet like a co- comedians, just go to LAX <sighs> on, is it, it would be Wednesday night Wednesday, oh, yeah. Yeah. for the overnight to Chicago. Because <laughs> I was standing there and some, somebody started texting me, like a friend of mine, and he was like, Dude, nice blue shirt. And I'm like, where are you, dude? I didn't even know he was in town. And I turn around and it's Chris Porter. Yeah. Uh, he was Francisco just here a little Ramos. Yeah. Fluffy guy. Yeah. 
They were all on the same flight? Yeah. Uh, Andy Kindler. <laughs> yeah. Taylor Williams. It was just like so, so many guys. It was so awesome, dude. Did you guys get up on the speaker and do stand-up for the plane? No one did. Uh, Damn it. I didn't talk to Andy Kindler. I don't know him well enough, but I do like him. Yeah. And he's so like back of the room. I was like, will he be in the back of the plane? Because he's like a <laughs> comics comic. Will he yeah. be? Do you guys mind if I text my friend? Not Go for it. Not he, he was just, we're supposed to pick him up for lunch. He's really funny. Hey, I should tell you. Um, Is he a comic as well? Does he live here? Is he single? He <laughs> is. I'm asking for a friend, Brian. Oh, of course. Yeah. I'm writing. We're on the air. He's opening. Matt. He's really funny. He's usually an opener for John Heffron, the oh, comedian. Yeah. He did okay. New okay. Year's with him here, but he's really funny. Does he funny. live here, or is he just? No, he's a, he's just working with me. I brought oh, him. Okay. okay, so yeah. All right. So you I'm, guys are dating. I'm writing. We're late. We're supposed to pick him up at 11:45. It's well, what time is it's it? It's noon. I'm telling him we're late. Yeah. Well, I think he may already know that. But you could go ahead and text him that. He says he's going to meet. They're playing basketball. It's too hot outside to play basketball. I'm writing, let's do, I'm going to play basketball. How's the weather in Alaska? Sorry, I'm being such a, I just want to make sure. No, you're fine. You're fine. fine. The weather in Alaska is beautiful right now. Is it? It's not cold? No, it's like, it's like uh, 40, 50 degrees. Yeah, that's freezing. That's inside. But outside, (laughs) it's, uh, no, it's very warm. It's been very, very warm. It's very, very warm. Okay. This global warming warming. thing. I I realize... I get that there's a polar bear somewhere that's on a tiny piece of ice and he'll right. be dead soon. But Drinking it's beautiful. A Drinking a Coca-Cola. Putting a note inside of it. Help me. Sending it to shore. Right. But it's so beautiful in Alaska. So factories, diesel cars, keep doing what you're doing. It's uh, <laughs> it's getting nice out in Alaska. I feel like you should be a running Hair mate for spray. somebody. Yeah, aerosol. Just, right. just do it up. Absolutely. Because it's nice out I there. I want to go back to your radio days because you said you... Go ahead. Okay. You um, used to do radio and interview comics. Did you have a favorite for your radio show? That, favorite like comic a, on the show? Yeah. Dude, I swear to God, I, I think Jim Norton Yeah. is the great... I'm yeah. almost like was embarrassed myself. I was such a fan when he was on. Like, I think he's the greatest sniper. You were geeking out over it? Yeah, he's the greatest sniper of all time, like yeah. uh, as far as... And he's... I like a comic who's like really knowledgeable. That's why I've never been a fan of myself. It's um, <laughs> he's very very smart. He can argue very well. He's yeah. a great argue, but but he's he's my maybe my favorite radio, and I love Artie Lang. Yep, the classics. You know, I'm, yeah. I'm just he's fantastic. We you know, and then there's guys that like don't translate to radio, which is so funny when you see like a hilarious guy trying to do bits, and you're like, wow, this is just like awful. But um, I won't say any names there. Yeah, right. No, no we you, you can yeah, tell those off the air yeah. to me. Lots of great guys. I'm fading away a little bit. Can you tell? I'm getting a little tired. You're yeah, starting to fall asleep okay? and drool a little, but it's okay. Was I, did still I sleep for a minute? Did I not? You did. Did I not off? You did, yeah, yeah it's you did. about half an hour. Right. <laughs> <laughs> about a half an hour. <laughs> we uh, we should probably let him go then. I know he's he's right, already he's, late for he's lunch. Got he's got lunch. he's got four shows. We got to. He right. needs his, his nap. All right. Well, go get some sleep. Thank you for joining us. Great talking to you guys. Do you have really two fun. shows tonight and tomorrow? Friday. Two shows tonight. Two two tomorrow, and then a 13 hour flight the next day. Okay, well, we're not going to join you for that, but we might join you for the shows tonight. I wish you would. 7.45 and uh, something. I don't know what time there. Yeah, it's on. Like, yeah, uh, that's I just get right. picked up. Oh, I thought you meant your flight. I was like, in the morning? Why would no. you do that? No, late flight. Well, good. Yeah. Late flight. A lot of times when you're booking a flight, you book like a super early one, then you go to leave and you're like, who booked this flight? <laughs> who? It? But it's the other guy that's drinking coffee booking flights. It's like you, but you, the other guy. So now I go late. So that like, split personality problem. Yeah. Leave well, thank you for joining us. Thanks, y'all. Where can we find you on social media? Uh, you can find me on my website, robschneidersfriend.com, on the web, and um, or jamielissa.com. And Netflix. And Netflix, Real Rob, just give it five stars. I don't even care if you watch. <laughs> yeah, right. getting actually great reviews and uh, just renewed for season two, Real Rob Boom. on Netflix. Yeah, thanks, guys. Good stuff. Thanks, man. Thanks, y'all. source for music, models, events, and a whole lot more. We're bringing you a better mix of music. Vision Radio is a network of elite DJs, the number one party and mix station. Download the app for free, Android or iPhone. Listen anytime, 
anywhere 24 7 365 link with us on facebook twitter and also instagram we're bringing you the best in pop top 100 on down also exclusive hits from the 90s bringing you the best in old school we have that high energy edm to get your blood pumping and also the best in today's hip-hop r&b indie artists and a whole lot more log in for the vision radio block parties all day every day we play all your favorite hits from all your favorite artists east coast west coast worldwide like us on facebook follow us on twitter listen every hour of every day Hey, Sammy Joe. Hey. Hey, uh, you can keep up with Jamie Lissone. I know I he can. just said this, but just one more time, just to reinforce. Yeah. You can keep up with uh, Jamie at Jamie Lisso. That's J-A-M-I-E-L-I-S-S-O-W on the Twitter. Follow it. Follow it, Jamie Lisso. And he tweets on a regular basis. Not everybody does that. They'll tell you to follow That's and they true. don't yeah. tweet. Yeah. He actually actively tweets. Yeah, no, he's good. He's an active tweeter. Yeah, he is. He's a, he's a tweeter. Also at uh, JamieLisso.com, but also at RobSchneidersFriend.com. Uh, so Which is funny. Y- y- you can keep up with uh, Jamie's uh, dates and uh, details. Uh, as for the crew, Will Jacobs is at I am Will Jacobs on Twitter. Find him at uh, Comedian Will Jacobs on Facebook. Sammy Joe. Oh, where can you find me? Yeah, where can we? Usually crying in a dark corner. <laughs> Huddled in a um, ball. Yes. No, you can find me on Sammy at Sammy on air. On the Twitter. On the Twitter. And then uh, I have a Facebook fan page, yeah. which is Sammy Joe Francis. S A M M I. Right. Don't spell it wrong. No. I'll just, I'll ban you from my page <laughs> once you find it. Brian, what about you? Uh, I'm at NCBalto72 on uh, the Twitter if uh, you're interested. I am interested. Oh, thanks. I but, already follow yeah, you. You're, yeah. But thanks, though. I'm going to unfollow and follow you again. Yay. Yeah. And uh, as for the podcast, uh, at the CZ Podcast uh, on Twitter, you can also find the podcast page on Facebook on Facebook as well. And uh, keep up with uh, what's going on and all the cool guests. And, and while you're at pictures. it, iTunes and Stitcher and uh, is where you can see it. Go ahead. Side note, how do you leave a review? Um, I had somebody ask. Yeah, you have to go to iTunes and you find the page. Mm-hmm. So search for the Comedy Zone podcast yep. on iTunes. There's a space at the bottom. It'll say leave a review. There'll be five little blank stars. Right. So you can give us five stars or four stars no, or whatever. No, you better give us five. Five. Otherwise, you, I'm coming after you. You can <laughs> give us five stars and uh, leave a uh, review. So far, uh, we've been doing this just about one year. One review. So you people have a lot so of... So really to hoping for year two to get to. <laughs> Big hope. Every year we'll get one review. <laughs> Every year. I know and we've talked a, a little bit too long when the music... Uh, when, the, when the beat drops. We'll say goodnight, okay. Gracie. Goodnight, Gracie. And Mrs. Mrs. Joe. That's right. Billy Paul, man. I think sometimes when people, you know, if Prince's magnitude pass away, you know, other other stories that, you know, are are major too, kind of people don't pay as much attention to. But Billy Paul, man. Billy Paul passed away. Uh, you know, great, great artist, man. That that me and Mrs. Jones song, that's what y'all heard coming in. Yeah. The greatest song about infidelity. <laughs> it's top five. Yeah, oh, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's top five. You know, like this was this was that movie, uh what's the movie with Richard Gere and uh Unfaithful? This was unfaithful before unfaithful. Oh yeah, yeah. This, you know, me and Mrs. Jones, we got a thing going on, we gotta be extra careful. You know, some of us have been through that situation. I'm not saying myself, <laughs> but I'm saying some of y'all yeah. listening, you know, you can relate to that. So Billy, yeah, Billy Paul passed away. But I had an interesting, one time I saw Billy Paul live. Uh, they had a, a community day where I'm from, Chester, Pennsylvania. Uh-huh. They they do a community day and they usually have just a big community festival where, and I'm sure a lot of communities do this, where, you know, some they might bring an artist in or something like that. They want to have me come do comedy at this thing, but that's a whole other story. Wow. Yeah. Okay. That that's we'll see. <laughs> but Billy Paul was there one year, and Billy Paul he did Mrs. Jones tore the place up. People loved that song. 
I don't even know if everybody realizes what it's about or even cares. No, they don't. They just hear that what the part we just played and that, yeah, they that's just, all you need. just yeah. yeah, it's just a smooth you know groove. You dance with your lady and it's talking about cheating on each other. But yeah, so <laughs> this it, is our song, right? But, but <laughs> right, this is our song. Play it at our wedding. <laughs> People do that kind of shit. But but Billy Paul was up there performing, and it was just the way he would lead into his songs. Like oh, he was like oh. This motherfucker right here. Like, he just cursed. I Like, he cursed twice a sentence. At Community Day. At Community Day. <laughs> Kids in the audience. Kids in the audience. Yeah, yeah. Oh, me and Mrs. Jones. Y'all remember that one? Oh, that shit when I came out with that. Woo, motherfucker, I tell you. <laughs> that damn song, boy, you, you that just ain't life a bitch. <laughs> the fuck it ain't. Shit, Mrs. Jones. And God people damn Mrs. Jones. probably either went ballistic or were horrified. But there was no there's no on the fence. They just waited for him to get to Miss Jones. At com- yeah. So he's like, me and Mrs. Motherfucking Jones. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I'm kidding. I don't know if he cursed during the hook, but <laughs> it'd be great if he did though. He said, Woo! Boy, that song right there. I'll never forget when I wrote that shit. <laughs> it's like, I don't understand why you uh-huh. But yeah, God rest his soul, man. Yeah. Billy Paul was another another great singer that that we lost. A hey, number of people, man. It was Billy Paul Prince, the mama from uh Doris, what's her name? Oh, yeah. Uh, from Everybody Loves Raymond. Yes. Doris. I've already forgotten her last name. Kern's good one? No, no. I'm kidding. That's a political. No. That's a talking head. Damn it. <laughs> um but yes, the 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 and talk about people who, you know, probably should have gotten their due. When they passed away and didn't, uh, China. Oh, the wrestler. Yeah, they just bad timing, just bad timing. Yeah, I always, I am, I tell the story when I had knee surgery several years ago, mm-hmm. and uh, it was in June, and I went under for the surgery, and when I woke up, Michael Jackson and Farrah Fawcett had both died. Oh wow! So wow, yeah. So my, you know, I was I was under, and when I came up, these two icons pass away. Now I'm afraid to get my knee done again because of who else you might yeah, lose, like Eric Estrada. Oh, listen to you! I'm worried about Eric Estrada. <laughs> yeah, you and your knee. <laughs> I'm worried about. Yeah, you need to hold off until I have a full life. <laughs> you need to wait on that shit. I can't check out too soon. But Roberts, our, Doris Roberts, Doris Roberts. It was yeah. Doris Roberts. And uh, yeah, just just one of those uh, situations, man. And and the prince, the the prince thing, like it's one of those things where you remember where you were when you found out. Yeah. Like you know, I just I was driving and I was on the phone. I checked Twitter before I got on the highway, and uh, I saw that you know people were saying, "Oh no, say it ain't so," that kind of stuff. And then you know I saw the prince passed away, and then my grandmother called me. And my grandmother's a character, brother. Like, I love my grandma. She, I was talking to her, and she's like, yeah, you know, uh, she was like, I don't know if you heard uh, Prince passed away. And I said, yeah, I just heard that. I said, that's, she said, well, how did you find out? And I said, uh, Twitter. Yeah, the internet. Yeah, I was like, yeah, Twitter. And she was like, oh, is that like Facebook? And I was like, yeah, it's pretty much like that. <laughs> and she was like, oh, okay, so what you up to? I said, oh, driving to Tennessee. She said, hold on, you... So how you, you was checking Twitter while you was driving? <laughs> so I lied and said, "No, no, Grandma, I nope, checked nope, it before yeah. I got on the, yeah. in the car. I saw this before." She said, "Okay, cause I, all right." So then she goes up. I was like, "Wow!" So it was a big that Prince thing is big, huh? She's like, "Yeah, child, that's I, I couldn't believe it when I heard it. That 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 boy, I, I I just I still can't believe it really." And I said, "Well, I said you were a big big Prince fan, big Prince fan, yeah." And she said, "No, no, no, I didn't like." Uh, Prince. <laughs> she said, I like Michael. <laughs> As if it's one or the other. <laughs> These are not NFC East teams. <laughs> no, nah, no, nah, I don't like Prince. I, I love like it. She couldn't believe he died, but yeah, I didn't really care for him. She yeah. said, I could not believe that it happened. I, I just, I, I still, honestly, I still can't believe it. I can't picture a world without him, really. <laughs> Did you like him? No, 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 I didn't like him. I like Michael. Michael Jackson. <laughs> no, no, no. I didn't. 
did not care for him at all. Really? No, I, I barely like Purple Rain. Anybody <laughs> talk about that? I, shit, I don't know. Terrible movie. That, that boy, yeah. That jumping around with his ass out. I, you know. Just a bunch of music videos, really. That's all that was. <laughs> he, was too, he was too strange for me. I like Michael. <laughs> <laughs> Prince played too many instruments. But Brian, I swear to you, That's that crazy. is the exact conversation we had. No, no, I like Michael. <laughs> As if for, so, for some reason, it's like Tupac or Biggie. It's you one. Gotta have one or the other. Yeah. Are there other one or the others that I don't know about? Because I didn't know it was Prince or Michael. I thought you could like both, but apparently, yeah, I don't think. I don't think. I know Martin Luther King, Malcolm X was two camps. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Tupac, Biggie was two camps. Trump, Clinton. White, Trump, Clinton. <laughs> Trump and sanity are two camps. Yeah. Trump and human are two camps. We Who? don't get political on this. Oh, that's right. We just, don't get political. Yeah, for the, I know you've been gone for a while, but yeah. I just want to remind you. That so is there, but is there anybody that you can think of that's like people liked one or the other? Like performance wise? Yeah, like actors. Like, do you, I don't, you know, I like Tom Cruise, but I don't like some yeah. other guy. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think so. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't, I don't know a lot of. The, it's either, yeah, I can't think. Yeah, of Yeah, I don't think they're. Yeah, well, for my grandmother, apparently, it's apparently it's Michael or, it's or Prince, Prince or Michael. Yeah, yeah. Now Stevie and Michael, she likes both of them, but Prince and Michael was. Yeah, you know, she's like, no, no, I like Michael. That's funny. Yeah. So, yeah, how old's your grandmother? My grandmother is, I want to say, late seventies. Okay. Yeah, my grandma's late seventies. We talk, we talk a good bit, man. I, you, people ask me where I get my comedy from. I got a funny family, man. Like my grandmother, my grandfather. Oh, and then her and my grandfather got into a little debate because uh-huh. no matter what happens, they have to, uh, you know, go back and forth about something. <laughs> so Prince passed away, and they having this conversation. They like, uh, what did they say? Oh. So they found out Prince died, and, and my dad's setting the scene, right? He tells me about this, that they were at the, at, the, uh, at the house in the living room, and they found out Prince died. And my grandfather's like, oh, you know, that's, you know, Prince passed away. He said, man, because my grandfather used to play music. He used to be in a band. Uh-huh. So he, it, and he tells my grandma, I said, oh, that's a, boy, that's a shame Prince uh, passed away. He said, man, what a great, great musical artist. And my grandma said, yeah, yeah, he, people talk about him. People talk about him like he was, you know, hey, he was, you know, he was good. And my grandpa goes, yeah, and just, I mean, he played so many instruments. I heard Prince played like 27 instruments or something like that. And here go my grandma, shit. <laughs> my grandma said, well, what you talking about? What you mean, shit? Uh, first of all, how you going to play 27 instruments? <laughs> It ain't twenty seven instruments around. <laughs> well, why, why you? How now? How you gonna know better than me? And I, I was in a band. I'm in a band, and you gonna tell me it ain't no twenty seven instruments? And you know damn well it ain't no twenty seven <laughs> instruments nowhere. I don't know why you said that. He said, well, well, "How you gonna tell me? I'm telling you, it's way more than twenty seven. Okay, well, name me the twenty seven instruments that he played." <laughs> and at that point, it's checkmate. Cause who the fuck? That's amazing. <laughs> That's like an Eddie Murphy. That's like an Eddie Murphy scene Dude, in the movie where he plays. That's but, my oh, that's family. Great. She can't. She can't let my grandfather. And sometimes I look at him like, "Is that my future?" <laughs> like, yeah, like I remember my grandpa told me one time. He said he t- he talked about this dream he had. He said I had a dream. I was running down the street and I jumped up in the air and flew over the clouds. And my grandma started laughing. He said, "What's so funny?" She said, "I'm just picturing your big ass flying <laughs> through the air." She, wow. <laughs> She's she, my grandma's the best. Like it's just always that back and forth. So anyway, that's how Prince affected my family. Yeah. And then my aunt told a cool story about how her and my mom, who you know passed away years ago, used to love his albums and go to his concerts and stuff. Yeah. So Prince had a had an effect on a lot of people's families like that. Oh yeah. Prince was like a Prince was like that that freaky member of the family. Yeah. You know that kind of yeah. Because I've been yeah. listening to his songs, and one thing I've noticed. About 80% to 85% of his catalog sounds like he was inside of a woman and mm. was just about to bust a nut and wrote the song. Yeah. Like, it's like sex at its, it's very sexual. Yeah. yeah. You know, like, he's got songs, it, it gets explicit, I'll just say that. Oh, yeah. A lot of his music. Cream. Comes Cream. To mind. Yeah, yeah, I sent my wife some of the lyrics. I was like, now you see why women love Prince so much. Yeah. And she was like, oh, God. Ooh, hey now. The, you know, they talk about his vault, you know, that Prince had this vault where he, you know, he's got all these songs in this vault. And they say that they can release a new album every year for 100 years with all the songs he's got in his vault. Really? And he said, he told someone, I would have to look it up, some interview, like maybe Rolling Stone or somewhere like that, where they asked him, 
about the vault and he said uh i didn't give the labels my best songs wow so i who who knows what's in this vault i mean he was so tight about when you know his music and who got his music and when to release so it. so you think they'll stuff. release it i don't know he didn't have a will <sighs> wow so I, I i don't know i don't know i mean who who owns those songs now uh yeah his estate but what is that I mean, do you have an estate if you don't have a will? If you don't have a, How does that work? If, if, if you don't have a will, usually the the state decides, you know, amongst your family, I think. Yeah. I mean, I don't practice wills in estates, so I'm not totally sure, but I believe that they call it escheating, E-S-C-H-E-A-T. It escheats. Yeah, I think uh, Billy Paul had a song about that, didn't he? It's cheating. That's cheap, but no. So uh, you know, we'll see what happens. I like I said, I'm just I'm I'm thankful for his music. Thankfully, he was here. And then we didn't even talk about this Beyonce. Have you oh, heard about yeah, this Lemonade? Yeah, album? I have not watched it yet. I have not seen it. Really or heard it. I wish Sammy Joe yeah, was, was that here because that would be right. Wait. Oh yeah. my goodness. Yeah, we might have to wait to talk about that. But we'll tease it by saying, first of all, if you don't know what happened with the Beyonce Lemonade thing, I just assume you're not on social media, and that's okay. It's okay yeah. not to be on social yeah, media. And I in fact, get you're that. probably better. Right. I get that. <laughs> right. I get that. I'm there because of comedy. So, but Beyonce has a song where she basically goes into detail about her and Jay Z's relationship and the fact that. He's cheated on her and that she had to go through these different stages of, you know, grief, forgiveness, acceptance, all these other things. And some great music uh, seems to have come out of that. This is a really good album. I listened to her album um, at work yesterday and uh, it's really good. It's really I know Rolling Stones gave it five stars. Yeah. And they don't give that out much. No. Uh, so and that, and I like that because you know I I see Beyonce as a mix of things pop R and B and some other things but one thing one criticism I've had of R and B over the last maybe ten twenty years is that it's all rhythm and no blues like it's supposed to be rhythm and blues right. but everybody doing good yeah like where's the pain like I maybe I'm just that way about art but I like my music to have a certain level of pain in it yeah if you go back to to I always I use Billy Joel as a perfect example of that. His early catalog, Piano Man, and 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 you know all that stuff was great. And then he got married to Christy Brinkley, and it was all Uptown Girl, and 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 I'm all in love, and I have a daughter, and everything's great. And then you know Christy Brinkley dumped him, and then he got kind of a little bitter and pissed off again. And then of course he started drinking and driving, which is a whole other whole issue. Other but the, being happy isn't is not conducive to good art. I don't, I don't think, think. I, I'm with you. I, I don't think I think society kind of moves that way. We've talked on here before about how societal events inspire great art, whether it's mm. Vietnam, whether it's Reaganomics, whether it's, you know, crack in communities, whether yeah. it's, you know, whatever it is, dissatisfaction, the grunge, you know, the dissatisfaction yeah. of young white teenagers it, that brought us Nirvana, that mm -hmm. brought us a lot of stuff. So Eminem gave us Eminem. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so there's a lot of these 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 kind of things Stevie Wonder couldn't see. Uh, yeah, and they, you know, yeah. So there's a something I, there. I, I, with Stevie, that's uh, well, I don't want to go off on a tangent, but <laughs> maybe you can only see that much beauty if you can't see. Yeah, you know. Wow, that's yeah. Maybe maybe that's the only way to 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 really be that connected to to these things is to not have that. So you know, maybe mm. it makes the other senses so acute, and that's you know your your empathy and your your passion and your connection to love and abstraction and everything else comes from not having these other images clouding yeah. your brain. That makes sense. I don't know. Who knows? Was he ever sighted? Could he, <clears throat> could he ever see? Do you know, like, was he born with sight and then lost it? or was I he thought I thought it? he got in a car accident when he was young and lost his sight, but I could be very wrong about that. Mm -hmm. Do I need to look that up? Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm not absolutely sure. Yeah, I don't, I can't remember. Right. But, oh, and I got, and, and I'll, I'll be reporting next week because I'm going to the Beyonce concert on Tuesday. Oh. If she if she is it here in yeah. North Carolina, so in she Raleigh. hasn't canceled yet. No, she hasn't canceled. She, it'll be in Raleigh, North Carolina. My wife has me going. She tried to get shirts, so I'm. She wants me to. She was gonna have me walk around in a Beyonce shirt. Um, um. Yeah. No, you can't do that. I don't feel like I can. <laughs> I, I don't feel like I can. Uh. So we go into that on Tuesday. We'll you know we'll see we'll see what happens. Uh, from from everything I've heard, Beyonce is just an otherworldly performer. Well, especially now. I mean, what a great time to see her when she's really angry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when she is yeah. really Like she put a little oomph into what she's doing. 
So yeah, me and my wife are going there, and I'll, I'll be reporting on what it's like for a uh, a straight male to go to a Beyonce yeah. concert because we're not her target demographic. You are not. That is true. Right. So. Yeah. I went to Lilith Fair. Why? <laughs> but my wife liked uh, Sarah McLaughlin. How, what? How did you enjoy it? It, it was. It was fine. It was fine. A lot of it was a little. It it was a little weird in that, uh, you know, we were the only straight couple there. I yeah. Think. So, uh, <laughs> it was a little weird. It, it, but it was it was fine. It, it was a good show. Now here, now, now 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 that's an interesting what you just said there. Now <laughs> think about that. And that's what that because there there we talked earlier about what it's like to have a a, a Eurocentric perspective or something like that. Because yeah. I I hear that when you say that. And I go, oh wow, the only straight couple in a in a room of all you know gay folks. That's different. Yeah. But gay people experience the reverse of that. Oh, absolutely. All yeah. the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And it's just it's just life. I wasn't uncomfortable. No, no, I'm it not saying just, you were. Yeah. I'm just saying that it's something you notice yeah. where they wouldn't notice because yeah. it's it's like when I talk to comedians and and I talk to a white comedian, they'll go, yeah, I did an all black room the other day, like. Yeah, and you, I'm like, you just did a room. That's all. I do yeah. all white rooms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every night, yeah. <laughs> like that's, yeah. and then I go yeah. to an all white office, yeah. and then I go yeah. to. So it's like it doesn't, you know. Yeah. But that's, but I think as the world continues to move forward and evolve, you won't even notice yeah. those things like well, we let's notice hope them so. now. Yeah, that's that's that's. Let's what, hope so. We certainly hope so. Stevie Wonder, well, I was born six weeks premature in Saginaw, Michigan, in 1950, uh, along with the oxygen-rich atmosphere in the hospital incubator resulted in retinopathy of prematurity, a condition in which the growth of the eyes is aborted and causes the retinas to detach, so he became blind. So he was effectively blind from very shortly after birth. Nothing about a car coming in, careening into No mention of a car, yeah. So no car accident at all. No, there may have been an accident at some point. Well, but uh, no, I don't. I don't. There's no. Well, clearly, I I have bad sources. Yeah. Now, keep in mind, this is Wikipedia, so it could be full of crap. I'm no Adam Schefter. I'll say that. <laughs> you are no. You're no Adam Schefter. That is true. <laughs> well, all right. So uh, let's get out of here. Yeah. Uh, thanks to uh, you know Sammy Joe showing up for the oh. Jamie Lissau interview. Oh, she's gonna have to explain. Yeah, she's got some explaining to do. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> well, wherever she, whatever she's doing right now, I'm sure we'll have fun talking about it next week. So thanks for listening, everybody. It's good to be back in the saddle. We'll check y'all out next time. The Comedy Zone podcast is a production of Comedy Zone Worldwide and is recorded in a bunker just off the Comedy Zone showroom at the Abbott Exchange Music Factory in Charlotte, North Carolina. The executive producers of the Comedy Zone podcast are Brian Heffern and Brian Bumbachevitz. Talent Wrangler is Mike Hall. Original music composed and performed by John McKeever. <laughs>